would normally have a video, but today I am your video. (laughs) And our passage is uh, from Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 41. Now every year his parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up as usual for the festival. When the festival was ended and they started to return, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know it. Assuming that he was in the group of travelers, they went a day's journey. Then they started to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding in his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety. He said to them, Why were you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. This is the word of God for the people of God. Now, I know this seems like a very strange text for uh, right after Christmas. I mean, after all, we just did Christmas Eve and had the baby born, and now we're going to have a 12-year-old Jesus. Why in the world would the common uh, readings or the lectionary for the first Sunday after Christmas have a 12-year-old Jesus? There is something wrong with this, you say. But you know what? I think it makes perfect sense. Because Luke wants us to pause. Luke wants us to remember the incarnation, the Word become flesh, that this one Jesus is God in the flesh walking and talking among us. And if you look in the Scriptures, once we get beyond the uh, infant narratives, the baby stories of Jesus, other than this text of Jesus at 12 years old, you're getting right to a fully grown-up Jesus. And it's as if Luke says, look, we don't want to skip that fast to the grown-up Jesus. I want you to stop for just a moment and remember that Jesus is really a human being. And Jesus is really God. And you know what? These uh, uh, 30 years until Jesus starts his ministry are often called like the... the oh, Unknown years, that's not what it's called, but my 
mind won't remember it at the moment. The lost years of Jesus. There it goes. It remembered. And the, the point of it is that we don't really know what was going on before Jesus becomes a man and we want to hurry our way on to the cross. And, and the point is, Luke says, nope, there's something really important here for us to pause and remember. Now, of course, Luke is saying to us, Jesus is really a, a human being. He's, he's a little boy. And the text says every year they go up to Jerusalem for the festival, meaning every year the family, the neighbors, the friends, they all go from the village. They travel together to Jerusalem. They celebrate the Passover, and then they go back home. So they've never had a problem with Jesus. And I know out there in preacher land, there is somewhere today a preacher going, Parents, this is a story that says never neglect your children. That's not the point. Because culturally, they knew that the whole village, that the parents and the friends, and then everybody is going to look after the children. So it's not strange that the parents are traveling. He's 12 years old. He's running around with his friends. They're not worried until finally, you know, Joseph goes, Mary. Jesus. And she goes, no, have you? And they start asking around, have you seen Jesus? And even his friends are like, no, we haven't seen him since we left Jerusalem. Well, you know, parents at this point, I think you identify more with Joseph and Mary than you do with Jesus. Because you're like five minutes in the, de- in the department store, and you turn around, you can't see your, your kid because she climbed into the clothes rack. You're panicked. You're like, wow, where is my baby? And so you know it took them a day to move out, and it takes them five minutes to get back to Jerusalem because they're in such a panic and three days to find him. Now, when they are astonished, had seen him in the temple. It's not because suddenly they've forgotten who he is. It's not like they've forgotten Gabriel and the dream that Joseph has and all that. It's that he has been a normal little boy. Jesus doesn't doesn't get born and then suddenly, you know, he's an adult. Mary and Joseph have to teach him how to walk how to talk. They probably had to potty train him. They have to teach him to read. They have to teach him right from wrong. Joseph is showing him the skills of carpentry, but it said, but don't touch those ones yet. You're not old enough. By all accounts, what we're seeing is that he has been a normal boy having to grow up. And so Luke says to us, Jesus is human. He's done all the things a little boy does, and his parents have seen that. But now, he's at the age of 12. And by the time they come back to the temple next year, Jesus will be 13. Which means, culturally, religiously, he will have come of age. Jesus will have his bar mitzvah. And that means that he has come to an age where he has the rights and the responsibilities of an adult in his faith 
in his world. He now, they believe, has developed enough that he can make decisions to follow the commandments. You know, before that, they don't expect that kids will always be able to follow them. I think Jesus probably did. But now, legally, or in the eyes of his culture and his society, he is come of age. And so this appears as really a transitional text. Because when Jesus is in the temples, when they finally find him, he says, didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? Now, the phrase in Greek is really more accurately translated. Didn't you know I had to be about the things of my father? That I have to be about my father's affairs. I have to be about my father's stuff. This is who I am. You know it. And now I'm beginning to realize. You see, this is almost like Jesus has reached an age where he begins to realize who he is and what his life is to be. He recognizes now the God nature in him. Now, here's the interesting thing, people of God, and this says something for us. Mary and Joseph... They're kind of like, duh, what? Mary and Joseph don't get it. They, the text tells us they don't really understand. Now, if Joseph and Mary as parents don't really understand, what does that mean for you and for me? That Jesus is God. And, and after all, I'm here to say, you know, try and figure it out. Um, did God, who's the God of the universe, like, a squeeze down into a little ball and plant in Jesus. Well, that sounds ridiculous because that's not God. God, God isn't physical form. God, God is spirit. God is everywhere. What does it mean that, that God took on flesh? Mary and Joseph don't quite know. And it says to us that there is a mystery to God. You know, you hear people say that, they, they, that, that sometimes people put God in a box. We want to make God simple to understand. We want to, we want to make it easy and, and just bring God down to our level. And yet the text says to us there is a mystery to God. There is something that we will never fully understand about God because we are creatures. We are not the creator. We are physical. God is spirit. And Mary treasures it in her heart. Mary says, you know what? Don't get all this with my mind. This, this happens to Mary a lot. I can't intellectually figure all this out, but you know what? In my heart, in my spirit, I know it is true. You know, that is the truth of our spiritual lives, is that if we're trying to get there by our head and intellect, we'll never get there. Because faith is about the experience of God. Faith is about that trust in God. Faith is about the heart. And Mary shows to us that, you know what, you're not going to get all of this mystery of God, but guess what? You can treasure it in your heart and it will take root there and grow. 
So Luke has shown us that this Jesus is both a human being, a real boy, and he's God. But here then the text turns around and says, he's going back to Nazareth with them, and he'll be obedient to them. As if to say, he's not fully grown yet. He's not ready. His ministry won't begin for another 18 years. And here's something that I I went yesterday, I went, hey, the age of 30 is the age that brain science tells us is when the brain is fully developed. Now, for women it may be a little earlier, but for a man like Jesus, he's not going to have a fully formed brain until he's 30 years old. And that's when he starts his ministry as if he has to continue to mature for the life of God to come to its fullness in him. The point for you and for me, when it tells us that Jesus grew in wisdom, now, the Greek word is Sophia, but, but they would be thinking of the Hebrew word hakma. Hakma. And the, the wisdom of God is like revelation. The wisdom of God is not knowledge we can obtain unless we receive it spiritually. The wisdom of God tells us about how to live well. The wisdom of God tells us who God is. The wisdom of God teaches us to have love and compassion and mercy. It is the wisdom of God that Jesus grows in so that all those qualities of Jesus Christ that we are to emulate can come to their fullness. They are gifts of God. You see, people of God, too many Christians today look at the birth of Jesus and then they move right on to the cross and yoo-hoo, it's all done for us. But if we're looking at Jesus, we have to grow. We have to develop. We have to open ourselves to receive the wisdom of God across our lifetime. It's like Paul says to his churches all the time, you know, you you can't keep drinking that milk. You have to grow up to solid food. So I think Luke keeps alive the incarnation. Luke keeps alive this message that God has become flesh and that if we want to have the love of God, the wisdom of God within us, if we want to share that with the world, then it is up to us to grow in the ways that human beings learn and grow. No matter how young or how old we are, the Word has become flesh and it wants to grow and come to its fullness in each of us. That is my prayer for us 
and for the coming year of 2022 that God might grow in ways we can't imagine in us and through us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen.